Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work when you're not at your best? Coach Cal and I'll share some wisdom from our time coaching, and we'll apply that wisdom to your off-court challenges. You gotta win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime! Boom shakalaka! This league uncut is underway and on fire! This should be a good one. Friends, welcome in to a long overdue reunion of the cast of This League Uncut. Producer Ryan is here behind the scenes. Chris Haynes is here. I'm Mark Stein. We are back together again. This is so crazy. We did we did the live show in July at Caesars Palace with Lakers coach Darvin Ham in the midst of some sort of some sort of scene and emergency at Caesars that we weren't even fully aware of what was going on when we were doing the pod. We got past all that. Chris Haynes and I were together. I was so excited to see him because I hadn't seen him in person in I don't know how long. But since then, I've barely spoken to Chris Haynes. I think he needed a vacation from me because we've only done a couple pods since then. In the summertime, we do dial it back. But I, I think, I don't know if he's prepared to admit this, but I think Chris Haynes has enjoyed his vacation from annoying me nagging him and bugging him with requests and questions and admin and just my usual panicky self. Is that true? Are you enjoying this time away from that? We've kind of been, we've kind of been separated here. We have time, but let me tell you this, the, the way I feel, I have a little bit something to reveal the way I feel right now. I don't want anything to do with a little Caesar's pizza. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with a Caesar's salad. I don't even want to hear about history, about uh, King Caesar, whoever it was back in the day. That's just how I feel, Stein. All right, I got that. you. I get I'll it. That. I hear you. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so maybe you're mad at me. Because <laughs> no, you know, the thing is – has nothing to do the with thing you. is, like, we text a lot. Like, I think even our text frequency has uh-huh. been way down. So you've been, 
I don't know. I like I said, I think you've enjoyed this time away from Ryan and not. No, it, it has nothing to do with you, Stein. It has a lot to do with um, Charlene's beauty supply. I, I've been working. That is your that is your number past. one job. <laughs> I've been working. Full you are the time, lead insider at Charlene's uh, beauty supply. <laughs> you are the undisputed. Hey, I've been on the road. She sent me on the road to go get more stock. I've driven on the road. I flew to Atlanta to get some more st- um, stock really? for the store. Um, yes, I'm at the register. What else am I doing? I'm cleaning up aisles. Did you at least get to I, see your collegiate daughters I, on your trip to Atlanta f- when you were on that on that mission? I did. I did. I did. And I'm actually going back to Atlanta next week. We have a um, we have a summit out there, company summit pretty soon. So, no, I've been Stein, I, w- I would love to have broken away to do a pod or have a conversation with you, man. But uh, Charlene has, has kept me highly occupied. All right. All right. I'm glad it's not so we're, we're good. Just no, no, we're good. Just no Caesar salad for me. Any other salad, any other pizza, I'm good. All right. I get it. I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We did have to kind of get reconnected here because, like I said, I feel like I was a little, I mean, you know, I get, I get, it doesn't take much to get me worried. No, our text frequency has been down lately. So I was, I, I was a little, I was a little jittery, but all right, I'm moving on because I keep saying this. I say it on my, I say it a lot on my Saturday radio show in Dallas. I've written it several times in my Substack. Look, there's no sugarcoating this training camp is still a long way away. We're not even at September 1st yet. For all but two teams in the league, training camp doesn't really start until media day on October 2nd. So we're still a long way from that. But there is, I feel like this has been a more active, newsier August than normal. We've got the FIBA World Cup going on. So right now we're in the midst of this run where there's eight games of basketball a day. From now until September 3rd, there's going to be one off day, and then there's two days, two games of basketball, pretty high-level basketball every day through September 10th. That's going to get us even closer to the start of NBA training camps. We had Hall of Fame inductions, and we keep getting news. You know, we're still waiting for some movement on the Damian Lillard trade front, and we're still waiting for for more definitive action on the James Harden trade front, but. I mean, James Harden has certainly made news with what he said about Daryl Morey in China. And then just this past week, my dear friends at the New York Times, Tanya Ganguly, who had a great story with, she did a feature on Giannis Antetokounmpo. And Giannis said all kinds of stuff to Tanya in that piece. And, you know, the New York Times, the sports section is still rumbling along despite uh, reports of its demise. I don't know how much longer that's going to last, but this story was A++. Giannis, Giannis, Giannis Antetokounmpo is eligible for a contract extension in September, a three-year deal worth more than $170 million. But he told Tanya he is not signing it. He is not doing an extension this offseason. And then he was asked, he, I mean, Giannis volunteered that it makes more financial sense next summer but he did quickly add even then he's not sure that he wants to resign it so basically Giannis Antetokounmpo in late August has put 
the Bucks on notice with these quotes that he gave the New York Times. And, you know, this is this is a massive, massive story. This is huge because basically, you know, the Bucks were living under this just constant fear of losing Giannis and can we keep Giannis happy and is Giannis going to, ex- going to extend? And Giannis Antetokounmpo did extend his contract right, you know, er, you know, before the run to the championship that season, he signed a five-year deal worth nearly $230 million. But after just three years of that deal, the Bucks are right back where they were. And the whole league is looking at this now wondering, man, is Giannis gettable? Is Giannis basically saying that, that he wants to leave? I mean, he is, you know, the Bucks made all these moves this summer to try to make him happy. And then this story comes out. So, you know, you know Giannis well. You cover him a ton. I mean, what did you think when you saw some of these quotes? Again, I, I'm. I, let me just read it. Quote, the real question's not going to be this year. Numbers-wise, it doesn't make sense. But next year, next summer, it would make sense for both parties. Even then, I don't know. Giannis continues, I would not be the best version of myself if I don't know that everybody's on the same page, everybody's going for a championship, everybody's going to sacrifice time away from their family like I do. And if I don't feel that, I'm not signing. Hmm. Uh, my initial response, definitely golden quotes. Great job by, by Tanya. Amazing profile. Uh, people should definitely go check that out. Go read it from start to finish. Um, I'm not surprised. So this is not the first time Giannis has said something that has kind of perked the ears of everyone um, who caught it. I want to say it might have been, I was looking for it just now as you were reading those quotes. He says something, I want to say last year, maybe last offseason, maybe even two years ago about, you know, if he chose to leave. It was something like, if I left, I might want to play somewhere else. I might want to. It was something along those lines. <clears throat> Excuse me, people. You you can find it if you <clears throat> really dug. I think I'm looking. I'll I'll keep looking while we're doing this pod. Need to find the right words that he that he used. But I'm not surprised. Uh, he definitely, I definitely put him up there with LeBron James um, of the people that I've covered and spent significant time with put him above there up there with LeBron James as the star key players who just have an insatiable desire to win. Giannis is right there up there. And I like that he's finding his voice over the last few years. He's he's saying what's on his mind. You know, a lot of times um you know there are certain players and Giannis is like that too where you know he'll be in front of the cameras or be in front of a reporter and you know he'll say all the right things. And then behind the scenes, when you talk to him off the record, you'd be like, damn, oh, I, Giannis, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know you felt that way. Or I, I didn't know, you know, I didn't know you talked that way, you know. So I, I like that he's he's bringing his voice and showing his voice um, to everyone else right now. But I'm not surprised, Ty. I think um, he's definitely putting the team on notice. Uh, but that I think the pressure was always there from the beginning uh, for Milwaukee 
they had to make moves. You know, they did. They remember after the bubble, you know, there was uncertainty around if they were going to keep Coach Bud at that time. They ended up keeping him. You know, got a title, and then had a lackluster for their standards, a lackluster season this past year. Then they they can, but so the pressure is there. Does this intensify it? Probably so, because I because this is not going to be the last time we hear uh, the potential of Giannis to up uh, the potential re- of Giannis relocating. I mean, to me, I think it ramps it up huge because I just you know again that the whole the the league was on Giannis watch until Giannis signed the five year extension with the Bucks. Then they won the championship, and then the past two seasons have not gone the way Milwaukee hoped. And then this whole off season was the conversation was, will the bucks make the moves that will make Giannis Antetokounmpo happy? And they spent to keep Chris Middleton. They spent to keep Brooke Lopez. They made a coaching change. And, you know, you and I both reported about how of the names of the coaches that were interviewed to replace Mike Budenholzer, Adrian Griffin was the coach that Giannis wanted. And that's who Milwaukee hired, a first-time coach replacing a coach who's won a championship. So the Bucs, I'm sure they felt like we've we've done everything. We did everything with the thought of trying to satisfy our star player. And Giannis comes out with all these quotes that suggest he's far from convinced that they've done enough. And he might well be right. I mean, you know, the Bucks. it was expensive just to keep the team they had. You can't really say that they've improved it. And, I mean, the, the best thing Milwaukee probably has going for itself right now is we have questions about pretty much every top contender at the top of the East. Philly is obviously in a lot of flux with the Harden situation. Boston has made a huge change by basically sending out Marcus Smart, cutting ties with Grant Williams, and bringing in Kristaps Porzingis. So the Celtics are going to look a lot different. Miami, we don't know what they're going to look like. We all know they want to trade for Damian Lillard, and that hasn't happened. So the Heat have lost. They lost Gabe Vincent and Max Struess from their team that went to the NBA Finals. So there are, I mean, there are a lot of question marks at the top of the East, and that's got to be good news for Milwaukee. But I mean, to, this is this was a thunderbolt to me. And again, the the whole league now is going to be back on Giannis' watch, and is Giannis happy? That is going to be a constant discussion from going going forward from here. I think Milwaukee wants to give themselves another chance with the fact that Chris Middleton wasn't healthy last year. So want to see if they can duplicate from a few years ago, getting to the finals and, and ultimately winning it. So I found that story, um, to be honest. This was, it's almost two years ago. So this happened November of 2021. It was a story he did, uh, a GQ story. They got Giannis one-on-one. This was his quote. One challenge was to bring a championship here, and we did. It was very hard, but we did it. Very, very hard. I just love challenges. What's the next challenge? The next challenge might not be here. 
Uh, he said, me and my family chose to stay in the city that we all love and has taken care of us for now. I'm two years in two, excuse me, in two years that might change. I'm being totally honest with you. I'm always honest. I love this city. I love this community. I want to help as much as possible. So I remember yep, when that right. came out, it, it made some news, but it wasn't, I don't think it hit the magnitude of, of Tanya's story. But, you know, though him saying that back then, it was kind of laying the groundwork to say, hey, as long as I'm here, I'm going to do everything I can. But I am very much open to going elsewhere and taking and on look, another challenge. He's clearly a, honest. I mean, he is, he is, he is being as open his, as he can. And, you know, the other kind of bombshelly thing he said in this, in this Tanya story is, you know, he acknowledged that yes, on some levels, he does want to be a Dirk Nowitzki, a Tim Duncan or a Kobe Bryant, the guys who we associate with staying with one franchise forever for their whole career. And, uh, you know, he, Giannis has talked about that. That is, that is something he would like to do. But in this story, he also did mention to Tanya that, uh, you know, quote, winning a championship comes first. I don't want to be 20 years on the same team and don't win another championship. He has the one, but, Clearly, one isn't enough for Giannis Antetokounmpo. So, yeah, I mean, this this is even in a summer where you know we we are still expecting a Damian Lillard trade at some point, and James Harden clearly wants to be traded from Philadelphia. Don't know if he's going to get that trade, but he clearly still wants it. Even with those two massive stories the reverberations from this one might even be more significant because, you know, Giannis is, I mean, you know, on, on his worst day, he's one of the five best players in the league, maybe one of the three best players in the league. So uh, Milwaukee has a lot of pressure now to, you know, have a good season and, and do, I mean, they were, that playoff series was disastrous. How bad they looked in the Miami series. Yes. Giannis's injury at the start of that series was certainly a factor, but I mean, they were, you know, they were that, I mean, that was the, just collapse, you know, too late collapses against Miami and just the, the, the whole way that first round series unraveled. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work when you're not at your best? Coach Cal and I will share some wisdom from our time coaching, and we'll apply that wisdom to your off-court challenges. you got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I thought Philly was under pressure to start the new season. Man, Milwaukee, Milwaukee is right there, if not facing more. Yeah, this changes things a, a bit, <laughs> but it's definitely calculated for sure. This is definitely calculated, and um, I don't, I you know, th- this is what you know superstar players do. They oftentimes because they feel like they're putting everything into their body to make sure that they can give it all when it's time to play in an 82 uh, game regular season and into the postseason. And so a lot of times when they get to a certain level or accumulate certain years of stature, they feel comfortable putting the franchise on notice, putting applying pressure there because players always have pressure. It's always pressure for the uh, faces of the franchise. So it was like, well, you know what? Let's share in this pressure. Let's publicly share in this pressure. So let me <laughs> allow me to issue a few quotes to get us both on the same page, so we can both feel this. And because uh, oftentimes, you know, obviously when when things don't when, when when situations come up short, the player or the players, you know, catch the brunt of it. So uh, this is. This is definitely going to be an interesting season to see how it all unfolds, especially towards the end. What we need now is a roulette wheel sound effect. I don't know if we have that capability in the This League uncut audio archive. We'll find out when Ryan gets done with this thing. Because now I, you know, before (laughs) I was, the last time, maybe not the last time, but in one of our recent pods, I know I was giving you a hard time about where will Chris Haynes be on media day. Will he be in Portland with still a blazer, Damian Lillard? Will he, will he be in Los Angeles with the Lakers? But now, I mean, they might have to send you to Milwaukee. You might, I mean, you might be in Milwaukee for, for media day. I I don't think they'll send you as far East as Philly, but (laughs) I mean, you, I doubt it. I you doubt are, it, Stein. I mean, well, listen. Let me tell you this, Philly. It all so let, let's transition there. If it's Philly, if I'm in Philly, the only reason I would be in Philly, I would think, is if James Harden is still a member of the Sixers, and then James Harden has to show up to media day, training camp. I think that would be the only reason why I or any other national uh, NBA reporters would be in Philly for media day. Just to see how that is going to play out. What is James going to do? Well, on the tension meter, where will the most tension be now? Let's, Let's pretend, let's assume that Dame is still a blazer on media day, October 2nd. Media day is October 2nd for 28 of the league's 30 teams. Only Dallas and Minnesota who will be opening their exhibition seasons in Abu Dhabi. Their media day, I believe, I keep, I think it's September 29th. I'm doing that one off the top of my head. I think it's September 29th. 
for media day for those two teams. Everybody else, media day is October 2nd. Who is going to have the sauciest, most tension-filled media day? Philly, if Harden is still on the roster, as it certainly certainly looks like he will be. The Sixers want to slow play this. I do not think the Sixers even want to trade James Harden. So if Harden is still in Philly, if Dame is still in Portland, and now with Giannis having said what he has said to the New York Times, what would be the most dramatic media day that you that Chris Haynes has to attend? Of uh, those three, if Harden is still a member of Philly. Yeah, the Dame Lakers, I mean, they're they're boring Haynes. on media yeah. day. They re-signed yeah, AD. Now, yeah, now it's they not, kept Austin Reeves. Yeah. Nobody even threw an offer sheet at Austin Reeves. Everybody's Austin Reeves, the new darling of Team USA, and everybody's wondering why didn't San Antonio just give him that four-year, $100 million offer sheet just to make the Lakers match it. We don't even have – the Lakers are boring. Yeah. I mean, Golden State with Chris Paul. That's another one. That was the other one. Accept, I, I forgot. Accept, would he accept – yeah, would he accept the uh, the reserve role or how would he – he, he's going to be a professional. Yeah, I don't think that – that no longer cracks the top three. I, I think – I'm sorry, but, uh, you know. I hear you. That, that, no, I hear you. But, but, no, right. but, but it, I'm You're glad right. you mentioned that because I think that was one of the ones I was quizzing you about before. You're, you're right. But if it's those three, Harden, Dame, Giannis, I think it's Harden because I think Harden's case, that has the most potential to be an explosive day. I think Dame, if he's if he's still with the, the Blazers, I think Dame shows up to camp and I think – he handles things professionally, and I think he avoids a lot of questions. Harden, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not sure if he's going to avoid questions, and I'm not even sure if he'll show up. I don't know. <laughs> you know so, so that's <laughs> that's when. So, if you say from all three those three scenarios, James Harden's uh, situation is definitely going. See, that's to get what the I'm saying. Attention. This August, like you know. On my Substack, I have this great chat room where I, you know, my I get to hang out with my subscribers, and I know everybody's getting antsy. Everybody's like, "Man, we still got a month to go before training camp." But there is, I mean, all these there are some question marks that because these are all interesting. I mean, look, you know, Dame ten times better than me, but I have to imagine that is not going to be a fun media day for him if he is still a Blazer to have to stand up there and you know, field whatever questions come his way because we know he wanted to be traded to Miami by now and it hasn't happened. And look, also, things can happen in September. And also, Stein, Stein, also, also, check this out, Stein, check this out. For James and Dane, let me, because this just came up to me right now. I think I can see an avenue of which Sixers and Portland might say, I haven't heard anything. It just hit my brain right now. They might say, James, Dame, don't show up. Because they have every reason, every intention to trade. Probably not on a certain time, probably not as desperate of a timeline as James and Dame wants. But because, you know, media day is all about let's build up the interest. Let's get the fandom the fandom behind us. You know what I mean? These all these are all good quotes that's going to get the, the fan base all energized and motivated to come out. And then you have James and Dame like kind of bringing a, 
I'm not going to say a dark cloud, but they're, they're not on that same level of excitement as everybody else. So could you see the Sixers or Portland, if both star players are still on the team at camp, could you see them say, hey, let, just, just skip media day. Let's let's avoid uh Let's, let's just avoid a, a bad look. I'm, you know, it's a great question. I'm, I would, I would have to check with the league because I'm pretty sure that's like that's a, you know, play, if a let's just say player X didn't show up for media day, that's a finable offense. So I don't know. Do teams have the latitude to tell a guy, hey, we think it's better that you don't do media day? I, I flat out have to ask the league. I genuinely don't know the answer to that one. Um, I would think I would think if the team and player agrees that it's best if the players stay home. Because remember, with okay. Philly, it's even, not even just for the league. You know, look, all the focus is on Harden. The union is saying that they are going to file the grievance now on James Harden's behalf because the league has fined him a hundred thousand dollars, and you know all the all the questions on the surface seem to be Harden related. Does he have any shot at a, at winning a grievance? Is he going to report to training camp? No. Will Philly ease its stance and decide to train? But but all of that is secondary to what Joel Embiid thinks. And that, I get what you're saying. Obviously, there's going to be tons of curiosity. Is James here? Is James here on the first day of media day? Is he going to speak to the media? I want to hear from Joel Embiid. I mean, that is the question. What does Joel Embiid think of all this? Because what Philly, Philly is trying to thread a really, really complicated needle because when Harden's contract expires and when Tobias Harris's contract expires at the end of the season, they could have tons of cap space. So next summer they have all this cap space and then they'll be in better position to extend Tyrese Maxey's deal. But you've got to, if you're Philly, you have to sell Embiid in the meantime on, hey, big man, we might have to take a step back this year, waiting out this chaos and dealing with the hardened drama before we before we can really make a splash. Embiid turns 30 in March. Does he want a does he want a season where they take a step back? I can't sit here and tell you that I've spoken to him anytime recently, but my gut would say I doubt it. I don't think Joel Embiid wants to lose another season where they don't get past the second round waiting for what might happen next summer. So all my curiosity is how is Embiid going to deal with the fact that is Harden still on the team? Are they not going to trade him? And I get it from Philly's perspective. Philly doesn't want to just trade Harden and take back whatever because they don't want to mess with the cap space. I mean, if they're going to trade Harden, they've got to be sure they're getting back pieces that advance what they're trying to do because they can't take back long-term money that messes up that cap space. But again, they have to sell Embiid on this process. And that was actually unintentional. I promise. I did not mean to use process there. So <laughs> I, I, man, these are, they're, they're all fascinating. Philly, Portland, Milwaukee, and yeah, Warriors too. I mean, it's, uh, you're going to have to be in more than, you're going to have Is to, you're gonna, you might have to be in more than one place. It feels like I'm, we feel like we're missing the team. I'm sure we are. We're off our, I mean, I'm off my game. So, I mean, I already forgot, I already forgot the Chris Paul scenario, but, but I think when we were talking about this, 
Are, are the, when we were talking about this before, we were Clippers? guessing that you were going to be on the West Coast. So I think we were talking Lakers. Oh, well, with Suns. I mean, you know, we haven't seen the Suns yeah, with all real. these guys in one place. I mean, their their media day will be, um, you know, certainly of some interest just to have Durant, Beal, Book, and Aiton all in the same room with a new coach. But again, I would even put the Suns. I don't think the Suns cracked the top three either yeah. anymore. It, it's not. But the Clippers, the only reason I say the Clippers are because now with Ty Lue and the organization stressing how important it is for guys to be available on a nightly basis. And so this is kind of a, a new structure yeah. that the Clippers are embarking on where they're prioritizing being available. And getting Kawhi's take on that, yeah. like, getting what beat. is that saying? Getting Paul George's take on that? And can yeah. I just interrupt you with a shout-out? Paul George's podcast is tremendous. I don't know if you saw it today. I mean, he is just – I saw clips of him today uncorking a Kawhi imitation and a Charles Barkley imitation, and they were both, like, <laughs> they were A+. Plus. I didn't. I didn't know Almost he was an impressionist. Awesome. I mean, his Charles Bark, his Charles Barkley was, wow. Fresno State education. I'm not surprised. Fresno uh. State, look at you. Got to bring it. Always bring it back to Fresno. <laughs> I, I'm not surprised. Uh, yeah, no. Paul George's podcast. Since we give a shout out to Pac Player Podcast, Paul George's podcast is excellent. Jeff T is really big, <laughs> striking it big out there. So with his you know what? Since and it's funny, we're, we're actually lucky that, you know, we made the big trade with Draymond where we said, Draymond, you come on our podcast and we'll come on your podcast. Now, Draymond has not cashed in his chip. You know, he could have us on. We have to hold up our end of the deal, but maybe he's just, maybe he just doesn't want us. Maybe we're not interesting enough. But, you know, given the whole Fresno State thing, I think you should extend the same offer to Paul George. We'll go on his pod Paul. if he comes on ours. Would Paul George entertain that trade? That, yeah, I think he would. Uh, but Paul, we would have to go out to LA to Paul. He ain't doing no remote. That's right. But uh, Stein, are you willing to yeah. come out of your cave? Yeah. Okay. All right. It, it can't be one. It can't be one. It got to be both of us. I'll be there with my Cal State Fullerton hat on. Don't worry. Uh, okay. All right. I don't know if he'll entertain it, but call. we should offer that. I'll make the call. I think we could get it done. Yeah, shout no, out to yeah, Paul. His, he's, no, his, he's, he's doing. He's doing. Uh, I mean, he has amazing guests, and he's, he's got guys uh, really opening up. But like I said, his uh, his impressions, his impressions are really good. You know, I don't know that we have. I don't know. Hold on, real any, quick, Sai. Before yeah. we get to hold on, Dallas. Is there any intrigue with Dallas Media Day? Yeah, no. I think I think there is. I think there is, but. Um, Something tells me that all those teams would would probably be higher on the list. I guess the intrigue in Dallas will just be Kyrie Irving. We haven't heard from Kyrie Irving, and and you know Kyrie did not speak at the end of last season. So going into free agency, he decided not to meet with the media when Kyrie was traded to the Mavericks in February. He had asked 
please no contractual questions during the season. I don't want to cause distract. I don't want to cause unwarranted distractions. I think was the term. I got to look it up. Exactly. I think it was, he did not want to cause unwarranted distractions, but then after the Mavericks season ended, he didn't want to do media before going into free agency. So you are correct that when media day arrives, that will be the first time Kyrie Irving has addressed the media since April. And the first time he's addressed the media since re-signing with Dallas. However, as I work my way through this, as we discuss it, the Mavericks, as I said, the Mavericks and the Wolves, they both have media day a few days early because they begin exhibition play abroad. So September 29th, again, I believe, and I'm, I really hope I'm not saying the wrong date. I hope it's not September 30th, but I do think it is September 29th. Both the Mavericks and the Wolves will do media day two, three days before everybody else. So Dallas's media day with Luca and Kyrie Irving and Jason Kidd and Minnesota's media day with Cat and Gobert and Slow-Mo and Ant Edwards, Team USA's go-to guy. There will be no... The Mavericks and the Wolves will not have to uh, battle for... They will they will only be battling each other on their on their media day. Okay. That's that's all I asked you. I remember Kyrie hasn't spoke. So what about Luca? What's what's the mood like from outside looking in, Stein? It seems you know, Luca's supporting cast keeps changing. They're trying to get the you know right cast of, you know around him. Is there you know how people are waiting for like Joel and B to see what you know what he thinks. Is that is there a similar thing with Luca or is that that's definitely way too premature? Well, look, it's the NBA, so I mean, I'm sure the question is going to come up. But yeah, I mean, you know, because on one hand, you've got Luca doing media pretty regularly because he's playing for his national team, but he always says when he's with Slovenia and he gets asked questions about the Mavericks, he tends to bat those away because he'd rather not talk Mavericks when he's on national team duty. So yes, I I don't think there's any question that there's going to be a lot of interest in the Mavs when they do media day, because it is the first time both Luca and Kyrie will have spoken since, I mean, uh, spoken about the Mavs since April. So no question. Uh, The Mavs are a team that a lot of people are looking at because there are still I mean, there frankly are still questions, you know, Luca and Kyrie as a duo. It it didn't go great last last season. Obviously, the Mavericks counter would be that it was a midseason trade. They'll have a full training camp now to try to uh, actually build a team that functions better. And they've certainly made a lot of changes. With Grant Williams coming in, they weren't able to get Matisse Tybel, who they went after with the restricted free agent offer sheet. Um, they've made changes to their front court rotation as well. They did not get the front line starting defensive center that they were hoping to. So they did bring in Rashawn Holmes. They dra- drafted Derek Lively, who everybody in Dallas is excited about. They also drafted Olivier Maxence Prosper, who is probably going to have a role right away. Um, but you're right. Dallas media day is up there. We're I don't know. Maybe we need to do like a media day rankings, but I, I would still say that, um, 
because because I honestly I think Minnesota had enough they had enough late season drama that even theirs will be a source of interest and intrigue as all those guys get together again. But I wouldn't put the Mavericks or the Wolves in that Philly, Portland, Milwaukee tier. Those are my top three for drama. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work when you're not at your best? Coach Cal and I will share some wisdom from our time coaching, and we'll apply that wisdom to your off-court challenges. you got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. You know, a wild card team, the Memphis Grizzlies, starting media day, Ja Morant, suspended for, what is it, 25, 25 games. games? 25 games. So those these will be, well, it is expected on media day for it to be his first public remarks or comments uh, from the suspension. What what did the Player Association, did the, or were they looking, was they, were they last looking into filing a grievance? Or is that done with? Is there anything there? Producer Ryan, can you, can you help me out on that, buddy? Just trying to see if there's anything that can be done before the season starts. But I doubt it. So, I mean, just hearing what Jai is going to say. But, you know, that that would be some intrigue right there. But everybody knows he's not going to be there to start the, to start the season with him. So, I don't, you know, I don't know if they – is that a top ten? Yeah, they probably make top ten. The probably most intriguing teams to go into media day. Definitely not top five. But I'm I'm just trying to think of all type of, I guess uncomfortable <laughs> situations that can be had um, on media day. Do you have any say in the assignment? Like, do you volunteer and say, "Hey, I'm, I'm I would love to go to see Team X." Oh, I can say that all I want. As far as far as anything happening off of that, no, they're, they're going to tell me where to go. You'll have I your NBA TV them, polo all shirt all pressed and ready to go. Uh, yes, I, hey, the great thing about those polo shirts that it only be pressed, wrinkle free, baby. I I can ball that shirt up, ball it all up, and put it on and look good. So I'll I'll be fine. But yeah, I I'm going to wear thinking, the medium again. So that's another. You know that that reminds me. Another one, the Chuckster. We got to get the Uh-oh. Chuckster on here. 
Yeah, Chuck, Chuck man, is Chuck is great, he's been man. hiding from us. Chuck, Chuck, Chuck and I saw he great, just man. did the he, Bill Simmons he, podcast. He yeah, did Bill Simmons too? Yes. He did. Rich, uh, didn't he do? Um, um, Rich, um, what's his last name? D- how you say? Dice? Did he really? I missed that. He did Richard, Richard Deitch's pod. Yes, he did. He read Richard Deitch's last week. I think he spoke for like like an Shockster. hour and a half or something like that. Yeah, it was the quotes. It, it came from. Did you see the quotes circulating uh, from Charles about Amazon? How TNT? How Turner and ESPN are kind of sweating. I actually, TV I actually totally missed that. I totally missed that? that. I. Wow. Yeah, that came you know, from Deitch. I, I listened to his pod with pod. Simmons. We have not had the Chuckster on this podcast. How was we have to rectify that. Okay. Because I oh, want to hear him going at your eat. shirts on this pod. <laughs> hey, listen, man. You got a lot of requests. See, I don't, we don't talk for a month. And already you say, hey, get us on the Paul yeah, Gores Yes, <laughs> and that's Charles Barkley. I, I am demanding and annoying, <laughs> and I worry a lot. And you have to deal with all that. But, but oh, I do have a I have a pod lined up. I have a big name guest lined up soon. I, I do not want to reveal it yet because I don't want to jinx it. But I really think in the next week or so, we will have a very, very, very good guest that I actually set up for us to to, so, to kind of make up for all the heavy lifting that I ask you to do. I heard. I'm looking forward. That, that would definitely be a good one. And producer Ryan just informed us that about Ja Morant's situation in the NBA, NBPA. So, so far, the union has only said they will explore options and next steps. That's all they said. So I don't think anything's going to happen. So that's that. Thank you, producer Ryan. Producer Ryan Music. He he went on like seven trips. I don't even know where. He, the last time we did, a pod, we did the pod with Spears, we had to call in. Minnesota Tim to pinch hit. Luckily, we found him and he was able to. So it's good for all three of us to be back together again. All right. This was a good getting back up to speed effort, I think. We would love to be able to tell you that a trade involving Harden and or Dame was imminent. But unfortunately, we are not able to say that as we record this on the evening of August 28th, the month of August, finally dribbling to a close. But when is it going to happen? I mean, I feel like I've said this 15 times over the last couple months. We do see NBA trade in September. We saw Donovan Mitchell get traded last September. So these things can spring up quick. And the thing you do have to say is it's easy for teams like Philly and Portland to have patient stances during the summer. The closer and closer we get to training camp and the closer we get to October 2nd and media day. And when these teams face the prospect of having to bring these guys back, then it does start to get more uncomfortable for the teams. And we'll see if these teams really have the resolve. They say they have to be patient. All the signals out of Philly, they tend to suggest that the Sixers want to slow play this and they don't want to rush into a hardened trade and they're prepared to deal with whatever chaos is created at training camp. But let's see when Harden shows up or doesn't show up and 
said chaos begins. And, you know, as you said earlier, you expect calmer waters in Portland and not as much, uh, not as much of a fuss, but everybody knows that Dame does want the trade and he wants to be sent to Miami. And when the season starts up again, this becomes a daily topic for the Blazers. A day. This is a daily discussion that they will have to manage. So let's see how they do it. It it would be uncomfortable. It would be an uncomfortable situation. But if I'm comparing it to James Harden, I think we've seen James. <laughs> we've seen James in action. You know, <laughs> so Dame does not. Dame does not have a fat suit in the closet <laughs> that he's gonna. That he's gonna. <laughs> That he's gonna put on and wear to Blazers hey, camp, and Dame hasn't called uh, hasn't called his GM a liar. No, he is not. You know, at, so yeah, Jay, Jay. So we 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 know how far James Harden is willing to go, or has been willing to go. So that's why I think his uh, that media day would be something to look out for if. James was in attendance. Stein, my birthday is coming up, man. August 31st. It's actually this Thursday. You know what I don't want <laughs> for my birthday? I'm trying to think of what do I do that annoys you? Uh, what do you not want? You do not want to trade on your on your birthday. I wouldn't mind a trade. That'd be fine, especially if I get to break it. I, I Actually, yeah, that, that wouldn't be a bad. Uh, I just don't. But check this out, Stein. Check this out. So let me tell you about this. It gave me so much anxiety. I had such an anxiety attack. So my mut. So my mom. We always had this. Is it like a race? I've turned it into a race. And so her address is um. Her address, I'm not going to give the address. Her address is three numbers. And every time the clock turns to that address, you know, twice a day, we'll always text each other. Hey, the, you know, when we if we catch the, t- the clock at that time, we'll text each other. Hey, it's, give an example. Hey, it's, it's 518. 518. And so that's her like, she's kind of like trying to um, say like a blessing is coming. You know, a blessing is coming. We call it a blessing is coming. You know, that's our address. A blessing is coming every time we see it. So we do. But I've turned it into a race. So I want to beat her texting every time. She doesn't view it as a race. So this morning, this is when I knew it got like got too serious for me. So this morning, I text 518 and her 518 came in before I mine did. I'm like, damn, she beat me. She broke it first. And I, I had so much, I had to chill back. I'm like, hold on. This is not my job. <laughs> I said, Bob, I'm sorry. I had to call. I said, Bob, I can't do this no more. I'm taking it too seriously. Uh, I already got to deal with this at work. Like, let, let's stop. Maybe you know, she we'll, should be we'll tweeting for you. Figure another way out. <laughs> Stein, when I saw it come through before I sit by, man, I was so hurt and so mad. Like, I was like, oh, she got the scoop. Like, man, I'm like, I got to. Every why I day this is a daily I thing? This, I need this time off. 
It's a daily thing. Daily thing. It just happens. And, and I cheat. I'll put alarm on my <laughs> on my phone to make sure I beat her most times. <laughs> but yeah, I, you know, so I'm just going. I I don't want to travel. I told the wife I don't want to travel. You know, I, I got kind of kind of t- you know. This is probably the most laid back. Sacramento to Fresno I've is not had. that long of a trip. It's not, but I'm talking about just summer. Like you go out to. the country. I, most people go out the country. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I I haven't done anything. Like I'm in New York right now at the U.S. Open. Like I just, yeah, I, I I've traveled my whole life since I w- I mean, <laughs> since I was a little kid. I mean, we used to get just my brother and I used to get sent overseas for the whole summer to be with our family in Israel. So it's like, yeah, I in the summer in here's well the main thing is with living in the heat in Dallas has be. It's always unbearable, but this this was the hottest August on record. It is one ten every day, and you know I know anybody in Phoenix doesn't want to hear it, but it has been blistering, humidity, withering, suffocating. New York, the U.S. Open is always hot weather, but this this U.S. Open has been high seventies every day. In qualifying last week, the main tournament just started now. But like the weather has been so mild, I never imagined that going from Dallas to New York in late August would be that kind of vacation. But I'm literally, it's 30 degrees cooler every day, which is insane. And I'm, I'm very on 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 your birthday. I am returning to the Dallas heat, and. Uh, can't wait to see the fan, but man, just going back to the 110 with the crazy humidity when you could land at DFW at 11 p.m. and it's still 95. Oh, yeah, man. that's what I can't stand the humidity. Well, that's awesome that your birthday's. I didn't. I mean, now it is. Uh, it is locked in my files. I will never. For, I will never forget it again. It's going to be in my files. I. Uh, that's a. That's a piece of Haynes trivia I did not previously have. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Oh, let's give a shout out real quick to Mark Spears and the Conversation Projects. His new TV series on Hulu drops today on Hulu. Check out all six episodes. I went to his um his screening in Oakland and Mike Brown was there. Stein, he said, what's up? Mike, <laughs> Mike Brown, Brown was there. Uh, Monty Poole came through. Who else was out there? My guy Lance Young, one of the top comedians here in Sacramento. So we all went out there to support him, and uh, you know, hopefully everybody goes out. Mark and Spears is not really so, will not TV soon TV. forget August twenty twenty three. Gets the Kurt Gowdy Award from the Basketball Hall of Fame. Becomes an executive producer of a Hulu series, and in between that, he appears on this league uncut. August 2023. Yeah. Mark Spears and he's breaks get, through on all and, three levels. And, and he's going, what, next month? His alma mater, San Jose State, they're honoring him with some prestigious That's award. right. Actually, that was my favorite line yeah, of the whole podcast the that he pointed out that all three yeah. of us are Cal State guys. Fresno State, Cal yeah. State Fullerton, San Jose State. Yeah. We should be on the we, we should be on the CSU podcast. We need Syracuse. Maybe they'll maybe that maybe they'll do a trade with us. <laughs> we turned out we turned out all right. All right, everyone. 
that does it for this edition of this league uncut. Appreciate your patience. You know, again, we, we, the frequency of the pod does drop off in August and September in mid October. We will be right back to two pods a week, but appreciate your patience. Appreciate you letting Chris and I, and even producer Ryan chip away at the rust. Like I said, I think we have a pretty good pod fingers crossed. I don't want to jinx it, but in within the next week, I think we have a pretty significant guest and we're going to work on some of these other things. We're going to, we're going to make that trade offer to Paul George. We might get flatly rejected, but we're going to make the offer. Anyway, we're going to check on the Chuckster. We're going to work on these things and uh, we will update you as soon as we can. That does it for this edition of this league uncut. Please remember to rate review and subscribe to the pod and let's depart by wishing a happy 29th birthday to Chris Haynes. <laughs> Fake news, but thank you. I'll take it. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This league uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom shakalaka. Chris Haynes and Mark Stein. Winning is an everyday mindset, and we're here to help. I'm Craig Robinson. Join me and Coach John Calipari for Ways to Win. How do you play? How do you work when you're not at your best? Coach Cal and I will share some wisdom from our time coaching, and we'll apply that wisdom to your off-court challenges. you got to win every day. Find the Ways to Win podcast anywhere you listen. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.